pop culture proposes that homosexuality isn't a choice, but that people are born this way. Is this argument logically true? That's what we'll be discussing today on Christ, Culture, and Coffee. This is Christ, Culture, and Coffee, a podcast designed to help equip Christians to be able to defend their faith and be confident in their faith. Hello, welcome to Christ, Culture, and Coffee. I'm your host, Robbie Lashua, and I'm here with my co-host, Tyler Hurley. Hello, Tyler. Hello, yes, it's good to be back. We're, we're going to be starting a new series for the whole month of June, which is Pride Month, to discuss homosexuality and gender issues. Yeah, this is going to be a, an interesting series of podcasts, uh, something that we've wanted to talk about for a, a long time, um, but just haven't gotten around to yet. But uh, it's time yeah. for us to, to talk about these hard issues, um, what Christians believe about them, but also how, as Christians, we should um, act to people, how we should show love to people that we do disagree with. Yeah, yeah, just like we talked about last week, showing yep. love to people who you disagree with. Right? Super important. So I'm looking forward to this series, and I hope that it can really um, bring mm. encouragement, but also some practical tips for our listeners as they uh, reach out to their friends and family who struggle with homosexuality and uh, transgenderism. Yeah, yeah. And so uh, before we get into that, uh, again, we always start with a coffee tip, but for this week, we're actually going to read a, a quote that has something to do with coffee. Yeah, this quote is ridiculous. Yeah, like, it's, it's so, so funny. Funny. So um, there's yeah. a lot of good quotes on coffee from history. Yeah, and we were today, just looking at them earlier. Yeah, and it's we were like, looking at a ton. People, first of all, it's just great to know that um, phenomenal men and women of history love coffee, right? And I don't think it's an uh, accident. I think they love coffee, and that's why they were great, to be honest. <laughs> that's a good point. <laughs> yeah, and but, so— But yes, yeah, so you have a quote here from somebody in history that everyone will know, and it's a pretty good quote, Tyler. So why don't you go ahead and share that with us? Yeah, from Johann Sebastian Bach from 1680— I think it's pronounced Johann. Johann? Johann? Yeah, that's Johann Sebastian yeah. Bach. To us, it looks like to John. 1685 but to 1750, mm -hmm. uh, he said, and this is hilarious, he said, without my morning coffee, I'm just like a dried up piece of roast goat. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> so coffee, I'm like a dried up piece of roast goat. So, so you're, what does that mean? I don't know. That's what I'm thinking. Like, <laughs> like, does he think that he, how do you compare yourself to a dried up piece of roast goat? So, so just me, like just, yeah, I'm just, just a dried up, dry, nasty old piece like, of meat. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't know. You know what the, the 21st century equivalent of this quote is? What, what would you say that'd be? Um, I need a, I, oh, I've seen it. I've seen this quote on like um, uh, dish towels and shirts, mostly yeah, right, that right. women wear. But it says something like um, a little bit of coffee and a whole lot of Jesus. That's kind of what I think he's getting at here. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's just what they said back in the back in the olden days. Yeah, it was roast goat because everyone could relate to that. I don't remember the last time I had roast goat. Actually, I think I had it in Rwanda. Did so you? I think Did, that back oh, okay. In February, I think I had. Well, roast there you go. Goat. So that's not that long ago. But so, so I guess. Robbie, when you weren't having coffee when you were out there, mm -hmm. I guess you were to be compared with a roast goat. Yeah, this would be a, culturally relevant to oh, a dried up piece of roast goat. Well, Not just, see, the piece I had wasn't dried. It was like in this broth. It was really good. That probably sounds yeah. great. It was awesome, actually. Yeah. <laughs> well, listen, uh, for our listeners out there, don't be a dried up piece of roast goat. Drink your coffee. Yes. Drink yes. your coffee. I uh, I heard another quote one time that was basically like. Um, 
I doubt my own salvation before my first cup of coffee. <laughs> I think it's pretty good. Uh, uh, yeah, or or even like, am I even human before my first cup of coffee? You know, things like that. So we we understand the sentiment, uh, Johann Sebastian Bach. We get it. Yes, so thanks for yes. this great quote, and thanks for some great uh, classical music. Uh, he did a lot of great stuff. And this is just a words of wisdom that still apply today. You yes. Know, words, just... You know what? I'd like to see somebody needle pin, point this like on a pillow or like have a, like a <laughs> like a blanket in their house that has this quote on it or in their kitchen or something. That would or, be awesome. Or, you know, you could get the one of those signs that you have in decorative homes with coffee beans in the corners yeah. around it, you know? And then it just says in like, like the cursive text inside of it, it's like, <laughs> without my morning coffee, I'm like a dried up piece of roast goat. <laughs> I think that'd be great. And then there's like a little goat, like a furry goat on there. Or <laughs> yeah. You know, we, we, we should really, we should really like come up with our own brand of like yeah. home decorations with. Co- we should, you know, if this podcast thing doesn't work out, yeah, we should open that's up like an thing. Etsy shop with like inspirational <laughs> quotes. <laughs> uh, that's Watch great. out for that inspirational quotes coming to you from Christ Culture and Coffee. Yes, yes. Uh, <laughs> anyway, all right. Well, let's dive into the subject for today. So, um. We had something completely, uh, uh, so another topic completely planned to talk f- on t- today, um, but something came up today actually when I was on my way uh, to record this podcast. So I stopped in at my local Starbucks uh, to get a coffee. I had a, a grande cold brew, by the way. Uh-huh. Nothing in it, no classic, okay, okay. no cream. Straight up, that's Straight nice. up black, the way it's meant to be. And um, it was really good. Uh, but I get to Starbucks and I needed to load my Starbucks card. It's an app I have on my phone. So I, I pull up to the drive-thru, I order my drink, I get to the window, and I open my app on my phone because I needed to reload it, and there is this uh, message in my inbox from Starbucks, and it says, Born This Way Foundation. Right. Lady Gaga's Born This Way Foundation and Starbucks want the world to be a more compassionate and welcoming place for the LGBTQ community. During Pride Month, the Starbucks Foundation will match your donations to Born This Way Foundation up to a total of $250,000 so we can all live in a kinder, braver world. I saw that and I was like, what is going on? And then when I was at the drive-thru, I saw baristas wearing shirts with this this, uh, Pride Month, Born This Way Foundation stuff written on it. Yeah, right. And so, um, again, I still got my drink. I didn't get angry and throw it at the barista. You know, we we don't want (laughs) to do those types of things. We want to love people. But Starbucks definitely uh, has made a stand uh, on on where they're at with this issue. And they're supporting this this foundation. Now, we're going to talk about what the Bible says about homosexuality. We're going to talk about what science says about homosexuality uh, and, and reasons that we think it's harmful for human beings. Uh, but we're not going to get into that today. We just want to focus on this argument that this Lady Gaga song is right. written about and this foundation is named after, the born this way argument. Tyler, have you heard people say this to you before? Actually, yeah, I've, I've heard it quite a few times. It's usually, uh, it's usually like just in general discussion, we hear it it's common that it comes up when you're talking about this because you say, you know, it's so damaging, like the lifestyle of a homosexual, uh, and you can get into all of that, but it doesn't matter because what people will tell you in response is they'll just say, 
you know, like I, I was born this way mm-hmm. and or they they were born that way. They can't control who they are. It's in their DNA. Yep. Uh, you hear about that all the time. That It's like I, I can't change who I am. Well, and that's so exactly yeah. that hits the nail on the head. The underlying um, uh, belief right. is that because they were born this way, they can do nothing about it and they should be allowed to live their life the way that they were born. Yeah, that's, that's kind of what they're saying. Yeah, right? that's the whole idea of it. That's right. Yeah, so so when how, how as Christians do we respond to this specific argument? Um, I, I think that we can take a tactic where we don't have to say, well, the Bible says, right? Yeah. Because a lot of the time, people don't believe the Bible is an authority of truth. Yeah. So so well, with this argument, though, we can just use logic. We can appeal to logic yeah. that people intuitively know to show them that this argument for homosexuality doesn't make sense. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I wanted to touch on that a little bit more, too, and just point out, too, we, you could do that with a lot of things. You don't you don't have to use scripture to, to bring good biblical values into people's lives and make them realize that they're logically coherent with reality. You yeah. Know? And it's like and, uh, something that I think is important in doing that, too, uh, in, in bringing in other forms of argument aside from scriptures. It, it's also important to meet them where they're at, especially if you know, yes. hey, you know, they're not a believer. But the, the thing is, you could go pick around non-believers all the time for sins that they commit. Sure. But And then say, you know, the Bible says that you're not supposed to do that. Yeah. But but you can't you can't just keep doing that because the thing is... Is uh, that if they're not gonna, if they don't believe in that, then that's not gonna be authoritative to them. It's not gonna convince them. No, and the right? truth of it is, unless someone's a Christian, like wh- why are we trying to help them to live a godly yeah. life when they don't have the power of Jesus in them to live a godly life? It makes no sense. Yeah, yeah. So the right. first thing they need is the gospel, right? Yeah, yeah. But when this objection is given to us, I, I do think when we when we appeal to the Bible, it's the same thing that they're doing in their mind as appealing to I was born this way, right? Like I have a source of truth, you have a source of truth, who's to say what's right? But we can right. show them why logically this argument doesn't make sense. And and here here's the kicker. And and one of my friends, my friend Marty told me this. I love this argument. He says they say that they're born this way, insinuating they can't change the way they were born, right? Right. The question you want to ask somebody, and again, in a kind and loving way, because we care about people. We don't just care about winning arguments. We care about winning people for Jesus. But ask them, okay, so you're born this way is the argument, but what about all of the ex-gays? Because there are a lot of ex-gay people. I I saw Matt Walsh posted a thing about all of these um, ex-gay men who no longer— uh, live the homosexual lifestyle and they follow after Jesus, but they still go to like pride parades and stuff and they try to convince people to follow Jesus and they try to offer the gospel and help people who are struggling with same-sex attraction. Um, but uh, some of these guys even said they still have same-sex attraction. It's not like that desire has gone away, but they don't act on it, right? Yeah. So so um, the born this way argument, when it comes to ex-gays, you say that if if you're born this way like I'm born with other traits – you shouldn't be able to be ex-gay. For instance, uh, I was born with blue eyes. Yeah. I can't get out of that situation. Like, I am blue-eyed. I was born this way. I can't be something I'm not. I was born with uh, white skin. I can't become ex-Caucasian. Right, yeah. Right? And so there's certain things that I would agree. There's certain traits that human beings are born with. I don't think homosexuality mm-hmm. is that type of a thing. Yeah, and well, I mean, you I like how you mentioned that you 
can't change your DNA and like uh, those aspects of your uh, physical being. And mm-hmm. then, but thinking too uh, back to those examples you listed of uh, ex gays. I mean, there are even ones that uh, <laughs> there are even like non Christians that like have le- like aren't that are no longer homosexuals. Oh because, yeah, and that's that is also because there's people out there that their desires just change. And they're like, you know what? I'm not attracted to the same sex anymore. Yep. And it, what do you say about that? Like when, when the desire goes away, mm-hmm. then it, how can you claim that they were born that way if it changes? Yeah. Well, and, and that's where yeah. this argument falls apart. And and one of the things, too, that happens with this is a, a lot of the, the homosexual movement has been kind of trying to piggyback on the civil rights movement that Martin Luther King Jr. started. Right, yeah. And now this this makes me very upset because skin color is not a behavior. Yeah. And that's what Martin Luther King Jr. was fighting over, saying, listen, just because people have different skin color doesn't mean they're not equal. All people, biblically, all people are created in the image of God and are equal, right? Right. And he was right. Like the way they were being treated and the Jim Crow laws and all that kind of stuff was atrocious. Why? Because... They were literally born that way. Yeah. But the way you were born doesn't mean you uh, have to behave a certain way, right? Right, yeah. Just because you have a certain skin color doesn't mean you are this type of person or not. And well, isn't that kind of like what the civil rights movement was about was because people were assuming that you, that you behave that way and it came you're up lesser. with Yeah. Yeah, that you're if lesser. If you have this color skin, you're lesser. Yeah, yeah. And that, that, was, that was what they were fighting untrue. against. Right. Yes. But that's... Yeah, but that, it's not the same with the homosexual movement. Right now, they try to piggyback on it, and they try to say equality. They're trying to they're trying to say we're like that kind of a thing, but it's different in the sense that skin color is not a behavior. African American people were literally born that way. Yeah, there's right. no ex African American people. <laughs> yeah, but there are ex gay people. So it's not the same type of thing. And the question becomes, well, what type of a thing is it? Well, skin color is not a behavior. Homosexuality is only a behavior. Mm, yeah. Does this make sense? It's, it's not a, a trait you are born with in the same sense that you're born with a skin color or an eye color. But it is a behavior you choose to act upon. Yeah. And so I think that's a huge distinction we that's have good. to make with people is right. that it's it's only a behavior. And this is important, Tyler, and mm. we, we were talking about this before the show. But that's where, as Christians, we've really got to understand the distinction between same-sex attraction, which is a desire people have, right. and homosexuality, which is acting on that desire by right, having yeah. a homosexual relationship. They're not the same thing. Yeah, I mean, I, uh, we were talking about it before. Like, I know people personally who have same-sex attraction, but mm-hmm. they don't act on that desire. And it's like when you when you see that, then you know that it's like you know, like it is a, a choice in a way. Honestly, it is a choice because yeah. just because you have the desire doesn't mean you have to act on it. Yeah, I mean, and that's what we want. That's yeah, that's, that's what the other we thing to bring to up too. Are all desires good? No, no, and and, and all desires aren't bad. Uh, right, right. Of course, of course. But then you got to think like, how do you decipher what desires are good and bad? That's that's the yes. key here. You need to have some type yeah. of morality. But just from the fact that you have it doesn't make it good. Right. Yeah. So that's I want to I want to finish up though with the homosexuals are born this way before we go into a, a different argument. Right. Yeah. And um, now think about what they're saying. I'm born this way. There's nothing mm-hmm. I can do about it. So you should let me act out with the way that I was born. Well. 
they're not born that way as in the same way as skin color or eye color. Right. Because there are X gays, right? But if we do allow for this argument, and this is where it gets scary, if we yeah. allow for the born this way argument and we take it to its logical conclusion, you can argue for anything you want to do with this argument. Yeah, you can. Anything, right? Um, uh, and it doesn't matter what it is from stealing, right? I have, I just have had compulsion to steal my whole life. I was born this way, right? To yeah. anger issues. Well, what about if, if we, we turn the tables a little bit and we said, you know, people who oppose homosexuality can do nothing about it because they were born that way. Yeah. That that yeah. argument won't won't go. They're pushing no we we want equality, which means if you oppose homosexuality, you're wrong. Yeah. Right? But but what if I say, oh, no, what people who oppose it, man, they're just born that way. They can do nothing about it. So you should let them be who they really are. Yeah, I mean they wouldn't accept that argument. It's not. Yeah. But it's then, the same exact argument. And then, and then we were even talking about about it too. We have it too. It's also that uh like, like you could, you could take, you literally can take that anywhere. Even you could ar- make an argument for pedophiles to say that their sure. their attraction is based off of th- that they were born that way. Yeah, it basically becomes any desire a person has must be legitimate yeah. to act on because they have it. Yeah, and yeah. That, and we all know that that's wrong on so many levels. Yeah, like, I don't desire to stop yeah. at red lights. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. I mean, there's there's yeah. there's a whole yeah. bunch yeah. of things like that. But but. Um, I can choose to not give in to my desires. And that yeah. kind of goes into the next sub-argument of this born this way thing. Right. Um, th- sometimes people will say being homosexual is not a choice. Mm. And the answer to this is honestly yes and no. Right. It's, it is both. Why? And th- it, this again goes back to what we were talking about where we have to understand the distinction between having a desire and then acting on a desire. They're not the same thing, right? Yeah. Uh, I have sinful desires. What about you, Tyler? I mean, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Everybody does it. Yeah, everybody does. We all have issues, right? And I think pretty much everybody out there would admit nobody's perfect. That's a common thing we hear. Um, So this idea that we all have issues, we all have unhealthy desires. Just because I have a desire doesn't mean that I should act upon it. Right. But where did my, where does my unhealthy desires come from? I don't know. Like I didn't I didn't just think one day, you know, what would be really cool is I should just start lying. <laughs> I just had a desire yeah. to do it. Right. Right. So where yeah. did that come from? Was it my upbringing? Was it um, modeled for me? Was it something I I was uh, born with that desire? Right. I don't know. Uh, we don't know where these desires come from necessarily. I think the Bible kind of says that we're all born with a sin issue, right? Yeah. But it's not a physical thing. It's like a it's a spiritual thing. It's a metaphysical thing. So so we have to admit, um, even when it comes to homosexuality, there's not some perfect formula that makes people choose to be homosexual. No. They have this desire. Where does it come from? Probably a multitude of things, but they have a desire. Right. Yeah. Now. Just because we have the desire doesn't mean we should act on it because choice is important, right? Mm. And we need to choose to do what we know is the correct thing uh, to do. Um, could you imagine a society yeah. where everyone acted on their desire? Yeah, well, that'd be terrible. Eesh. You're just it'd be terrible. Yeah, like you got to think we make choices to deny our desires every day. Yes, it happens. Like yeah. you, you can't. You, like honestly. 
Like, like, uh, and it's not. It's a good thing that we do this. It is. It's really good that we uh, that we actively choose to to turn away from our desire. Right? Yes, it's very good for for all of humanity. Yeah. Because yeah. if we think now, really think about if every desire you ever had in your life, <laughs> you acted on. Like. I'll give you a quick example. I'm yeah. like I, I work at Chick Fil A, and like honestly, sometimes you you can get people in any sort of job involved in customer service where it's like you get people that complain or that sure. do stuff. Uh, there have been times where like in my head I'm thinking I am really annoyed with this person right now, and I could just give them a piece of my mind. But then but you then say you let, no. my pleasure. Yeah, but that's <laughs> my pleasure. it's like you know when you get annoyed with like people, but you have to like you have a standard that you have to work by or to to live by. Mm-hmm. And you like that, that's important, and it's important to actively make those decisions to deny your desires yes. to lash out because there are consequences to actions, and that's something that that we have to think about a lot. Is that living out uh, desires that are harmful in a certain way can have consequence consequences to those actions that's yeah that's important and yeah. and so this this argument that uh, again homosexuals are born this way or it's not a choice well yeah. the desire part's not a choice right yeah, where does your right. desire come from your desire with your customer was circumstantial they were yeah, acting right. mean to you you didn't sit there and go i want to get mad at somebody right now it yeah. happened the desire just came up in you but acting on a j- desire is always a choice yeah, that's and what that's I'm... that's what we've got to understand. Whatever the desire is, good or bad, acting on a desire is always a choice. And um, if we all acted on every desire we've ever had, nobody'd be alive. Yeah, think about it. You, some guy cuts you off. If you act on a desire and did what you want, you'd run him off the road. You'd be dead. Um, in junior high, you have all these hormones going crazy, and you're girl crazy, and you're trying to make out with all these girls, and their dads will kill you, right? <laughs> because you'll probably go further yeah. than making out. I mean, seriously, if we, yeah. if human beings acted on all their desires, we'd all be dead, because that's anarchy. Do you know what yeah. it's called when we don't act on all the, our desires? Civilization. Civilization. There it is. It's, it's true, though, man. Yeah. I don't desire to stop at red lights, but I do. Why? Well, because I, I really desire not to kill people. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So there's, there's choices I can make within my desires because, um, because I, I, I can exhibit self-control. Yeah, right. And so the, th- this doesn't disprove that homosexuality is an evil desire. But what we're making the point of is just because you have a desire doesn't mean you have to act on it. Yeah. No, and if right. it did, this argument that, you know, I have this desire, I don't know where it came from, and I should act on it, you can legitimize anything. And I think everybody would be against that. We would say, no, that doesn't mean murder. That doesn't mean theft, right? Yeah. I mean, what, what about the desire to force everybody into uh, following Christianity? That's <laughs> not good, right? Biblically, it's not good yeah, to force right. people to follow Christianity, right? That's the Islamic approach. That isn't what Christianity is about. But, but just because we have a desire doesn't mean we should act upon it. And so when we come to these issues on homosexuality, there's a lot of these slogans that get thrown out all the time. Mm. Lady Gaga wrote a song about it, Born This Way. Right. She has a foundation named after it. Starbucks will give a quarter of a million dollars in match money to this organization, right? Yeah. And the whole thing is is built off of this illogical statement that <laughs> that could apply to any cause, any action, any behavior. 
Yeah, and, right. And they definitely mean a specific thing by it, uh, and they wouldn't let uh, a Christian take it and say, well, I was born to oppose homosexuality, so that's legitimate. Right? <laughs> and so that just yeah. shows that their argument is flawed because it doesn't apply everywhere. Yeah, well, and then, again, I think this also applies to relativism. Yes, I, I think that we yes, knew, like that's something important to touch on, too, is that in thinking, you know, you can just live out the way you want to because you were born this way is another form. Another form of that argument could be like you saying, you know what, that's how you want to live. Mm-hmm. I'm going to let you live that way. And, but then what if the way that you want to live is contradictory to the way that I want to live? What yeah, if they no, conflict? Who's right and who's wrong? Yeah, yeah who's you can't, to say? You yep. can't say that everyone is right because no. that's not true. That's not right. Well, and the truth of it is um, yeah. the LGBTQ movement doesn't think everybody's right. They think that that's they're true. right. And this yeah. is something that's that we really need to be aware of. Um, and I think we've mentioned this before. Yeah. But oftentimes a tactic in a debate or even with uh, with these cultural debates is to name call. Yeah. It's called an ad hominem attack. It's an attack against the man, right? The hominem, yeah. the man. Um, and uh, it's basically just name calling. So, for instance, um, with this, with even with that Starbucks quote I read earlier, we're for equality, which yeah. means Tyler, you're not for equality. Does that make That's sense? That's what that would mean, yeah. Yeah, you're for inequality. And then you know what I would say back? <laughs> if you like, disagree with them, you're for inequality. Yeah, I would say, you know, I am for equality but it, mm-hmm. of, uh, of heterosexual and homosexual, everybody being equal, but not for this, this activity and the lifestyle. And then it's like, but then it's like you could turn that around and be a jerk about it and be like, sure. you know, I am for living a heterosexual lifestyle and you're not. Yeah. For living at a, a yeah, you for that. name calling. But you know, or, like it's just like you could do it both ways. And it's like and it does happen uh, both ways. It just it depends on the person. But it's like when you take on this argument of, mm-hmm. of it, it's it just, it's basically, in my opinion, even if you have truth on your side, you sound unintelligent when you're trying to when the, the conclusion to your argument is to just bring up something that makes fun of them or belittles them. It, it's not an argument. Terms. It's, it's not. just name calling. It's yeah. an ad hominem. Yeah. And that's where we don't want to, we don't want to give into that. Yeah. But we also want to be able to expose it on the, on the other side. Because right. even, even in that Starbucks quote, right, that we want to promote safer community. Yeah. I'm for safer community. Like, like it's, it's like they're, they're insinuating that if you're opposed to the LGBTQ movement, then you're not for safer communities. You're not for equality. And the, yeah. the, the real truth of it is our definitions of equality and safer are different. Yeah. And so right. that's, that's where uh, – so for our listeners, I don't want you to get bullied into not standing for truth. Now, again, we can't do it in a hateful way. We have to love people. Go back and listen to our, our podcast from last week about disagreeing but still loving people. Jesus has called us uh, to love people we disagree with. Yeah. So right. we need to do it in a, in a kind and gentle way. But sometimes we can get bullied because we don't want to be called names like bigot <laughs> or closed-minded or old-fashioned right? Yeah. Or believe in fairy tales, things like that. And, and, and a lot of the terminology used for the LGBTQ movement is they cast themselves in a positive light. And then, but then when they disagree with us, they put us into a negative light. And, <laughs> and the thing is, is we're both just disagreeing with each other. So yeah, it shouldn't be right. about positive, negative terms. It should be about wh- whose arguments um, are most logical. 
Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and whose arguments match up with reality. And so, and that's, and so I don't want to, and I, and this is, this bugs me, man. I've seen people, especially on, on, um, social media yeah. and they'll try to make a point for, um, you know, biblical truth, yeah. but they'll use all these mean slang terms and yeah. you just go, man, yeah. that nobody's listening to you when you do that. And that is not how Jesus would have done it. No. Yeah. And that's, that's the thing that's, that's really common. I think, uh, and you know, that could be why I, uh, um, that, that people in the homosexual community uh, feel hostile towards like the Christian view of it because maybe maybe uh, that there's people out there that have taken a bad take on how they are argued with them and it's like mm-hmm. you have to you have to focus on how you're showing them love in the truth and and you do that by telling them the truth yes you do that by standing firm on what lines up with reality and mm-hmm. that their worldview isn't logically coherent. But you have to do that in love and in grace, and that there's 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 a lot that goes into that. There is, and yeah. and the other thing is just being able to see through these um, facades and these slogans, right? Yeah, right. When you're talking with somebody about this issue, and they bring up, well, I'm just you know I'm open minded and I'm for oh, equality yeah. and I'm progressive, you can just say, actually, I'm open minded and progressive, and you're closed minded. What, what do you mean? I'm not closed-minded. Yes, you are. You you think that I'm wrong as a Christian. You you don't think my my views valid. Yeah. Do you? Well, no, of course not. So you're closed-minded to Christianity, right? Those, well, no, I you know nobody likes to be called closed negative minded. terms, yeah. but it's important for you to point out to them. Listen, we're both doing the same thing. We disagree with each other on some pretty big issues. But we both have an opinion on on our issues, and whoever has the best evidence, their opinion is probably the most valid. So it's not about disagreeing or not disagreeing because we're both doing the exact same thing with each other. I don't think that your lifestyle is correct in how humans should live, and you don't think my lifestyle (laughs) is correct in how humans should live. So that's okay. We can disagree, but let's move past the you're positive, I'm negative thing because we're both doing the same thing to each other. Yeah, and see, and that's what really bugs me. Where this isn't like the civil rights movement, because that was inequality. Yeah, that was human beings are are in classes that are different from each other. Nothing could be further from the truth. Mm. Um, Human beings are important because they're made in God's image and likeness, not because of skin color or eye color or any of these any of these traits. And so, I just want people to. um, This is such a a touchy issue in our society and a lot of christians you know and maybe even us maybe we haven't talked about these issues for over a year because man it's it's uh something that we could get berated for but i just want people to hear and understand clearly we love people who practice homosexuality yeah we love transgender people we love muslims we love atheists we love Anybody we disagree with, we're supposed to love our neighbor, and Jesus defines your neighbor as anybody, right? Yeah. We love people because right. God loves people, but we don't, we don't love behavior that ruins people. We don't yeah. love lies, and that's the distinction, but we can, we, can, we can still love people while disagreeing with their choices, their lifestyle, or their beliefs, yeah. um, and that's what Jesus has called us to do. Yeah, and honestly, it's... Uh, that's like the most lo- loving thing that you can do, honestly, is to, to help people 
uh, in these situations and uh, show them that in a gracious way, mm-hmm. uh, how how um, there's inconsistencies in their lifestyle and their logical arguments, and that uh, that brings them to a place of uh, you showing it, but doing it in a way that shows, like, you know what, I care about you, and I want you to take care of yourself and see that this is what's best for you. you know? Yes, and yeah. and and if and if. If living a lie, if living in a way that human beings weren't designed to live is harmful to us, I I want to point out to people that it's harmful to them, not because I hate them, but because I love them. Yeah. I want them to flourish. I want abundant life. I don't want an early death. I don't want um, uh, broken relationships. I want what satisfies but that comes what, what comes with that is living in the way that we were designed to live by God. And now that, that's where the argument lies. Some people say we weren't designed by a God, right? There isn't a correct way to live. Now, okay, well, let's talk about those issues, right? Yeah. And let's, let's look at the evidence and let's go where the evidence leads because that's what's true, what, what's real. Right, right. Um, and so that's what we want to get into over the next uh, few weeks here on the podcast yes, is yes. the evidence – for what God says in Scripture, which as Christians we need to know, especially because there are a lot of people twisting Scripture, but we also need to know why God says these things. What, what does this lifestyle lead to? What, what are, is it dangerous or is it not, right? And we need to be fair and honest when we look at, look at the evidence and say, okay, does this harm or doesn't it? Is there a reason God said not to do it or is he just making up rules that have nothing to do with how we were designed? Yeah, and yeah. and that's that's where we want to go uh, over the next few weeks as we talk yes, about transgenderism, be, yeah. as we talk about homosexuality. But if you're out there, don't 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 get bullied into backing down when people cast you in a negative light. Kindly and gently reverse it on them and show them they're doing the exact same thing to you. They're disagreeing with you, right? Yeah, right. They won't think that you were born this way in opposition of homosexuality, right? Yeah, right. So so just, I, I really want you to get into the practice of being able to point out to people that we're both doing the same thing. They just are name-calling us negative and putting yeah. themselves in a positive light. <laughs> and, and it's crazy how that tactic works because it really does bully people does, not to yeah. say anything. It yeah. really does push you around. And as Christians, again, we can't do that either. Right, right. Yeah. We we should not do That's that important. to people and call them and call them names or you know, um, yeah, cast them in a negative light because the truth of it is, and we'll believe this, they're people that Jesus died for. Yeah, which means they're immensely valuable to Him, and if they're valuable to Him, they need to be valuable to us. Right. Yeah. So listen, don't hear us saying we are against homosexual people. We're for them. We love them. We just believe that their behavior will hurt them, and we don't want them to be hurt, and we don't want them to be harmed, and we want them to have a life that's worth living. And so um, that's what we're going to talk about. Is is our opinion backed up by evidence? And I I think it is. Yeah. And we'll unpack that over the next few weeks of the podcast. But. Thanks so much uh, for being with us, Tyler. I know this yeah, is a right. this is a touchy subjects to to approach in our culture. It is, yeah, but it's uh you know it's really important to talk about these things. It's good because you know sometimes it can be intimidating if you're in a uh, just a group of people or in a conversation with a friend or anything mm-hmm. in there, and then you get put on the spot like uh um, like for example like with the Starbucks thing with the 
um, with the the shirts that they've been having to wear for Pride Month. Like, yeah. Like, what about what about believers who are, are working at Starbucks and uh, who don't agree with the homosexual lifestyle, but they're told, you know, like we, well, you're you work for us, you have to wear this, and it's yeah. Uh, but then, and if you you say, you know, I'm uncomfortable with that, but then. You, you have to back up a reason why you're uncomfortable with that, and people are going to ask you why, and then it's like, and, and then it gets into this whole, whole like, whole argument, and then mm-hmm. it can be hard if you don't know what you are for and against, you know, yep. you know what I mean? And so uh, this is just, I think it's really important to just think through these things for, um, especially just with how big uh, this is in our culture right now. Well, I mean, now. I know three, I know three people from our church who work at that Starbucks I went to. Yeah, yeah, I did. They're, str- yeah, they're, right. they're literally struggling with this. What do I do? Yeah. How do I work here? And because basically they're singling themselves out by not wearing those shirts, Yeah. right? And then people are assuming, so you're not for equality. No, yeah, that's not true that's, at all. And I'm how just hard is that going to be? Behavior. Yeah. yeah, and how hard is that going to be going, just going through <clears> your work day <throat> too and then having that, having that be an issue all day yeah. like if you're, if you're trying to do that. that that's, just, uh, that's just the thing about it. So, well, the other thing is, is if, if Starbucks is really for equality, why don't they have a month that celebrates Christianity? <laughs> There's a lot of Christians out there. That's does true. that make sense? Yeah. Like why yeah, don't they have a month celebrating Islam? If it's about equality, meaning we're giving equal time to all of these movements and agendas and worldviews, then they should give equal time. But that's not yeah. what they mean by it. They mean our opinion matters. <laughs> and as a business, they, they can do that. Like I'm, oh yeah, I, I'm not against it. Right. This is America. You can do what you want, but don't call it equality. Yeah. Does that make sense? <laughs> like it's not, it's not equality. Yeah. It's it's, yeah, right. it's a certain opinion. Right, right. So, so well, thanks so much uh for being with us again today. We hope that this is helpful. Um if you have questions on this topic specifically, please send them in. We we kind of got the usual suspects of questions that people have on this. Yes. Uh, we're gonna be talking about it. But if you have specific how to's, um questions or situations that you're in and you want advice on, please uh, get on our Instagram and comment. Send us a private message. Um, you can send us an email at Christ Culture and Coffee, or it's Christ Culture Coffee at Gmail. Yes, right? Christ Culture Coffee at gmail.com. And that's on Facebook. You can find us on there. But also, we would love for you to yes. join our Facebook group, Christ Culture and Coffee. And we actually have um, uh, the regular Facebook page, for Christ Culture and Coffee, but we have a private group, a CCNC insiders group that you can ask to join. Um, yes. The stipulation for this is that you have to write us a review and you have to rate us on iTunes. And then we'll let you in because we've got all this exclusive content that we're going to be putting in there. Uh, you can talk with other listeners about the show. You can ask for advice. We're going to do Q&A stuff. We're going to be making videos, blog posts, book lists, on and on and on. You, you do not want to miss being a part of this Insiders group. And our, our goal with the podcast and with this closed Facebook group is it, it's all under this same objective is that we just we want to equip Christians to be able to defend their faith and to be confident in their faith. And so, uh, again, we hope that just this podcast has been an encouragement to you and that you can use this in conversation and with culture and cultural movements that are happening lately. And uh, please just come and stay tuned for the next month as we continue to finish out our series on the, uh, Pride Month. Yes. So thanks so much for being with us today on Christ Culture and Coffee, and we will be back next week to continue this series. Thanks for listening to Christ Culture and Coffee. If you liked this episode, please rate, review, and subscribe to help us reach more people.